dog. Wee dog. What you doing over there, wee dog? What you doing over there, wee dog? You being kind of a wee dog, wee dog. She's old as fuck, that wee dog. <laughs> Giving me the stank eye? Is that what you're doing? Well, hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. It is me, your boy, Stu McAllister. With me, as always, are the dogs. Thank you for being here, dogs. Where else would you rather be? It's the Elemental Podcast, everybody. Me, your host, Stu McAllister. Uh, Ex-comedian? Retired comedian? Whatever. It doesn't matter. You can always tell jokes whenever the hell you want. As evidenced by um, all these fucking uh, comics who live here in Grand Rapids kind of coming and going and doing whatever the hell they want. And that is fine. Fine. It's fine. It is fine. Uh, I basically, if you're new to the podcast, it's me. I talk about dumb shit going on in my life. I talk about topics going on in the world. I'll talk about my dogs. <laughs> and uh, that's about it. Constant swing, occasionally funny. I hope you guys are doing good. Are you doing good? You doing good? Uh, it is Monday the 20th. I'm doing all right today. I had to work for Dim and Dots. You guys know me delivering dots. I had to go to schools in the Detroit area. And it was fine. I have problems, though. The sales manager continues to have problems with communication. He's not letting schools know that we're coming out so that for whatever reason these schools don't plug in their freezers and it's just a pain in the ass it's a pain in the motherfucking ass because then i gotta have dry ice and i don't always have dry ice whatever it doesn't matter it's just a pain in the ass ah uh, but i struggled today i struggled with Everything, I guess. I don't know, man. It was just a bad day. You have those bad days. You don't know why you're having a bad day, and you're just having a bad day. I don't know what it was. I got enough beauty sleep. The Bills won in convincing fashion. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan, for those who don't know. Big Bills fan. Big Bills fan. There's an auction day for a Bills jersey. From a player who never actually played a single down for the Bills. He was on the Bills. He got drafted by the Bills. He got hurt his rookie season. He blew out his ACL uh, was done for the year. Next year, he came back to try to uh, make the team, and uh, they traded his ass. <laughs> so I ha there is a uh, Buffalo Bills jersey. Signed Buffalo Bills jersey of this guy. When I saw it, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Because I didn't even know. And then I saw all the shit, and I'm like, oh, fuck. So it must have been one of those things his rookie year because he was drafted second round, so they thought he was going to do something. And uh, next, it was funny. They traded a couple picks up to get him, 
And then the following year, they they traded him for a fourth round pick. He was a second round pick, so they lost a lot on this fucking dude. But the uh, the the auction ends tonight, and uh, I'm gonna try and snipe it. snipe it. I'm gonna try and get a bid in at the last minute, so I don't get into a fucking bidding war. There's nothing I hate more than trying to win an auction item and getting into a bidding war with a motherfucker. Fuck that. It was going super cheap, too. But then a couple people put in for it. I'm like, why are you fuckers putting in for this jersey? I mean, it's a... Yeah, it ain't worth it. Even though it's signed, there's not even a like a certificate of authenticity. I, I mean, who's going to fake this dude's autograph? This guy, As far as I know, this guy is still playing in the league. I think he's on like his third or fourth team, though. So it isn't like he's fucking crushing it he's he's adequate he's good enough to continue to play in the league but he's not gonna be a hall of fame or anything so it's more like uh excuse me like a novelty and i wants it it's my precious <laughs> i got a couple bills jerseys uh for kids two or youth sizes or they're Small adults, way too small for me. So uh, if you're a Buffalo Bills fan and you got a kid and you don't care uh, and he doesn't care that the the player on the name of the jersey is a scrub, get at me. I got a Sammy Watkins, an EJ Manuel, and a Rob Johnson. Looking to unload them. I'll, get, I'll give them to a Bills fan. For free. But if I can't find anybody, I'm going to try and sell this shit. Try, you know, two two of them I came across, they were like bundles. I, I, they were packaged with another jersey. The Rob Johnson one is my own damn fault. I thought I was getting a, an adult large, and it's a youth large. And uh, I, I need to learn how to read. Somewhere along the line, I forgot how to read. That ever happened to you guys? You buy something and it's totally not what you thought it was. And then you're like, did I fuck this up? And then you go and you look and you're like, oh yeah, I fucked it up. Yeah, that's me. That's me. Sometimes it is them, but a good portion of the time it's me and I'll own up to it. So that's why I can't be too mad. It wasn't a ton of money, thank God. I think it was like just 10 bucks. It was like five bucks and $5 shipping and handling or something like that, so... Not breaking the bank, but fuck. Fuck! I wanted an adult large Rob Johnson scrub. You know, you guys know me. I love my scrub Buffalo Bills players. Guys who never turned out to be what you wanted them to be or guys who are on the tail end of their career. Those are my guys. Those are my people. Speaking of my people, I watched the... Uh, last episode, the final episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine last night. And uh, if you guys know, follow along with me on this. You guys know I love that show. And I'm super disappointed that it's over. I thought it was one of the best shows on television currently. It was a great cast of characters. It was very well written. And uh, 
they they said fuck it it's over i mean it went from one uh network to another i think it went from like fox to nbc or maybe the other way around but um it was it was a hour long episode at least so at least i got it was a short season too i think it was only like nine episodes but uh, it was a long one and they couldn't have ended it better than than how they did i guess they did it with a heist the storyline was a heist and if you're a fan of the show you know all about the halloween heists and those were some of the best episodes of all time so very uh very disappointed it's over love it though love it uh and i would encourage all of you if you have hulu go watch it on hulu maybe it's on peacock tv too uh it's eight seasons long i've i've i think i watched it two maybe three times over the course of this pandemic uh it's just an easy watch it's a sitcom half hour sitcom you you fucking sit down you watch it you don't have to think too much it's great very funny Uh, one show that everybody seems to rave about um apparently it won a bunch of emmys yesterday i have uh totally forgot the emmys were on I could care less about award shows. Uh, the only one that would interest me would be the Oscars for the movies. And even that, I'm just like, I don't give a shit. These are movies that I like. This is a great fucking movie. Is it going to win awards? Fuck no, it's not going to win awards. The, the Avengers, love them. The Marvel movies, love them. Are they going to win an Oscar? Fuck no. So who gives a shit? But it's uh, Ted Lasso. Apparently straight destroys and won a lot of hardware yesterday a lot of a lot of emmys and uh i don't know much about it apparently uh it's about a a guy who was a football player in america in a soccer team in england is just looking for kind of like a patsy coach i'm not exactly sure but I, i think they want him to fail and maybe i'm wrong if you watch the show let me know they want him to fail, but he comes in and he's just kind of a doofus, I guess, of sorts. He's unaware of things, but he's he's really positive. He's got a positive attitude, very supportive of those around him. And I guess the team does okay, even though this guy doesn't fucking know shit about soccer. I guess there's two seasons of it. I have watched zero episodes of it. Because it's on Apple TV, uh, I'm very kind of anti-Apple. I, I think uh, people who own apples and love the apple, it's very much a, a cult. It's click. It's whatever. But uh, everyone loves it. And um, I'm thinking I probably wouldn't. I think it's a, it's too positive. It's, it's not real. I, I enjoy stuff that's a little bitter, sarcastic, angry, mad. That's because that's me (laughs) that's me that's my life in a nutshell bitter angry sarcastic mad (laughs) that's how that's how i do but uh let me know if ted lasso is good let me know how i can watch it if i don't have apple tv i just don't want to have another streaming service pay for another streaming service i'm out I, you already got Amazon. I got Netflix. I got Disney. I got Hulu. I don't fucking need any more. 
I don't need any more city city dog. I don't need any more city city dog. I wish my dogs could talk to me. Probably, though, if they could talk to me, they would go shut the fuck up and feed us more. <laughs> Probably what they would say. I was asked to give my opinions on the one and only Mr. Uh, Jim Brewer. Uh, so I will. I guess I will. I guess I'll talk about Jim Brewer. For, for those of you who are unaware who Jim Brewer is, Jim Brewer is a comedian, very funny comedian. He he was on Saturday Night Live for a hot minute, a couple of years. Probably his most famous character was Goat Boy. Very funny character. Uh, he was in that movie Half-Baked with Dave Chappelle. Uh, videos that were on Comedy Central. He's written a book. He had a podcast, I guess. Um, he's he's great. He toured with Metallica, apparently, back in 2018. He was their opening act. How, how weird is that? He did very good with voices, and he likes to sing and shit like that. I've seen Jim several times now. Um, I, I fucking love Jim. I think he's incredibly funny. He randomly showed up at the comedy club in Grand Rapids at Dr. Grin's. He was in town for a corporate event. And either he came in a day early or he did his act and then whatever. He stopped by the club. He found out there was a club in Grand Rapids and he came by. And um, so he just randomly walked in. And Grand Rapids is not a town where big name comedians just happen to be around. You know, it's not New York, LA, Chicago, none of that shit. So when someone big just kind of randomly shows up, it's always like, what? Like uh, Ron White did that too a long, long time ago. He just happened to be in town and he showed up and you're like, what the fuck? What are you doing here? Um, uh, Craig Robinson from The Office. He did a hot tub time machine. He did too. Very, very odd. But when Jim showed up, it was during the, uh, it was, I don't know if it was a Friday or Saturday, but he showed up and it was during the, the, the headliner was on and he just kind of showed up and I was like, what? I was like, Jim, and it was very much, I kind of had to shake my head. Is this like an illusion? Am I hallucinating for some reason? And, uh, couldn't have been a nicer guy. I took, I took a picture with him. Couldn't have been a nicer dude. I don't know how long ago this was. At least seven, eight years ago, probably. Super nice guy. Couldn't couldn't believe it. Uh, I saw him at the State Theater in Kalamazoo. I've seen him at the Frauenthal Theater in Muskegon. He's great. He's great. I have one of his books. I think it's the uh, I'm Not High, but I got a lot of crazy stories about life as Goat Boy, a Dad, and a Spiritual Warrior. Long fucking name for a book, Jim. And I, I have that book. I read that book. I like that book a ton. But it was weird because the last part of that title, Spiritual Warrior, played a big, big part of the book. He uh, became a born-again, more or less. Religion has become a very important part of his life. And, uh, yeah, it was great. Whatever. It is what it is, man. Good for you. 
But at the end of every chapter, it was always like a weird parable about finding God or Jesus or whatever. And whenever stuff like that turns me off, I, I immediately tune out your message. I immediately become disinterested in what you have to say. I, there's just something about religion. Religion and I have a bad relationship. And I think it's because I find most of it to be incredibly fake, incredibly hurtful. Um, I, know, I know religion has done a lot for people, but for me it has not. Uh, I can do without it. You do you, baby. You do you, boo. And I will do me. I, I will not tell you to stop going to church or whatever it is you want to do. And you won't tell me to go to church. And we'll be, we'll be, I've managed to go 51 years without really being a church person. And I'm doing okay. So that, that's weird to me. But the reason people are asking me about Jim, good old Jimmy Jimbo, is because he's, he's in the news lately. Um... Because Jim is, uh, he's turning into kind of like, um, I guess an anti, I don't know if you would call him an anti-vaxxer, I guess. Apparently he showed up on um, Tucker Carlson on Fox. And if you're showing up on Tucker Carlson on Fox, there's something, something bad going on. Jim just doesn't look good either. Jim's always been a goofy-looking dude. He's got some weird bags under his eyes. I don't know what's going on in his life. Maybe he's all stressed out or whatever. Who the fuck knows? He's only a few years older than me. I think he's 54, I believe. But I guess here it says Brewer self self-proclaimed anti-vaxxer appeared on Tucker Carlson tonight after he announced cancellations of shows at venues which require proof of vaccination. There are several venues that are saying like hey uh if you want to see shows here you need to show that you've been vaccinated and i know like uh Patton oswald another comedian very famous comedian has said i'm only going to perform at venues that have that because he's like you know i don't want people to have to worry about things i don't and he was like i don't want to be responsible for people getting sick so he's like this is Patton, and Patton was like so there we go so, but Brewer uh, got mad, and so some of these venues, apparently some here in the great state of Michigan, I don't know which ones, he was coming to play, and then uh, they were like, oh, you need proof of vaccination, and Jim Brewer was like, fuck you and fuck your mom. I mean, he, I'm sure he didn't say it quite like that, but uh, essentially, you know, that's what we're talking about. While on Tucker Carlson, Brewer began claiming vaccine mandates affected his fans because many do not want to get vaccinated. He goes, honestly, I get a lot of feedback from a couple venues that I was playing. My fans are really upset. They said, you know, I'm not comfortable with getting a COVID shot. And now they're saying I can't come see you perform unless I do that. Brewer compared a public health mandate and compliance with it, allowing people to attend events to a seal, getting a piece of fish as a treat. He then barked like a seal to underscore his point. And I looked into it, and there's the last thing you should be doing is going, hey, you want to come see the, like, feeding the seal the fish? You want to you wanna come see a concert? Or far, far, if you want to hear, catch the fish, why would you do that? I don't want any of my fans coming to laugh 
and they got to get a shot in them. So he's basically saying, like, if you want to have these, these fun things happening for you, you need to get the shot. And he's like, I don't think you should need to do that. I was like, well, I don't think you should have to uh, die or get sick in order to have some laughs either, Jim. How about fucking that? Brewer implied the unvaccinated are being discriminated against. He claimed they are be- being treated as if they bear the mark of the beast. Now, Jim also is very much into like rock and roll. He's got this whole bit about ACDC and Metallica and he's... You know, he loves making like the demon voices and shit like that. Go listen to his stuff, his old stuff. Very, very funny. I'm not saying Jim Brewer is not a funny dude. I am saying that he's acting like a fucking lunatic. And I am saying that I believe that he's being very irresponsible by, uh, by just only performing at places that don't necessarily require proof of vaccination. I, for those who have never listened before, I am a get yourself vaccinated. Stop being a cunt and get yourself vaccinated. So I, f- I find it very unfortunate that, that Brewer is this way. I don't know if this is like, if he is, I mean, he is, like I said, he, he did become born again. He did become kind of uh, religiously oriented. And I feel like uh, that seemingly religiously oriented people go hand in hand with conservative views, right wing views, uh, this weird freedom shit. Which is just weird how their freedom to act like an asshole is more important than public health. Getting a vaccination hasn't done anything to anybody. And if you want to point out certain things like, oh, there was this one person in fucking Iowa who got the vaccine and now they fucking, uh, they can't hear in their left ear anymore. You know, whatever. If you want to fucking has some weird abstract thing. Like, who, who's the dumb singer, Nicki Minaj? Is that the one who said their cousin's friend in Trinidad got the vaccine and then had, now has limp dick? <laughs> They're blaming his limp dick on the vaccine? Sorry, you're a dumb fuck if you think the vaccine has something to do with this guy's limp dick. Get the fuck out of it. This guy's limp dick has to do with the fact that he's got a limp dick. That's what it has to do with. That's nothing else. So Jim going around, jumping on fucking Tucker Carlson, rallying the troops to to not get vaccinated, it's just dumb. And why does Tucker Carlson always look like he's trying to take a fucking large shit? He always looks very disturbed. And uh, I'm sure he is. I'm sure Tucker Carlson is very disturbed. (laughs) But he's making a lot of money, man. I'm going to encourage all of you out there, everybody. Everybody listening to this podcast. Stop watching cable news, okay? Stop watching Fox. Stop watching CNN. Stop watching all of that horse shit. Stop watching any station that's 24-hour news. Just stop. There's there's no need for you to be that informed. Okay? They're just yelling at you. They're yelling at you to keep you around so they can sell commercial ads. Stop. Go to a website once a day. 
check out whatever. If you want to go to Fox News and look at their shit, read their articles, go ahead. Stop watching this shit. I think you'll feel better. I think you'll feel less paranoid. I think you'll maybe feel a little more upbeat. I, you know, and this is both right wing and left wing. We, we, we don't need to have fucking news jammed down our throat. We don't need to know about that. Gap, what's her name? Gabby uh, Petrino was that her name? The the twenty two year old influencer. It's always weird when people are described as she's an influencer. Who who the fuck is she influencing? Who is a twenty two year old who's living in their van influencing? I don't understand that. We don't need to know about her. It's not news. I said this on the Patreon yesterday. Her disappearing is not news that we need to know. It's news that people in the community in which they live, uh, their family, but for me, who lives in Grand Rapids, Michigan, it's not news. I don't need to know about any of this shit. But it's news. They like to manufacture it because here's this cute little girl, this 22-year-old girl. She's missing. Her boyfriend, oh my God, it's salacious. We're going to fucking ride this news story for three weeks or whatever. I mean, I don't want to know anything about it. I'm not trying to follow it. But every fucking news site I go to has got a fucking clip, an article about it. Apparently they found a body. They believe it's her. The dude, the fiance is missing. Shit. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. Murders and things like that don't matter to me it's unfortunate it's disturbing uh i'm sad that it happened but it's not news to me please please fox please cnn please msnbc stop feeding me horseshit and uh please can someone inform jim to fucking just write jokes just be funny god damn it Makes me not want to see Jim. Makes me not want to see Jim, which is a fucking shame. So I'm watching a series on Hulu. It's it's a show. It's on Vice TV. Clearly, I don't have Vice. I don't have cable, so I'll watch it on Hulu. It's a Dark Side of the Ring. It's about wrestling and a weird shit that has happened in the wrestling world. And I saw. An episode today about this wrestler, Nick Gage. And Nick is a guy that I saw a couple weeks ago at a show in Detroit for Game Changer Wrestling or Game Changing Wrestling GCW. And it's all about hardcore wrestling. You know, dudes who fight with uh, light bulbs and smashing you through tables and thumbtacks and shit like that. And essentially, it's this dude is a dumb mook from Jersey. Dumb mook jersey. Are there any other kind? All fucking dumb mooks come from Jersey. (laughs) And he just got into wrestling when he was a kid with his brother. And I guess they determined that they fucking would never be real wrestlers. But they knew, hey, I can fucking uh, take a punch. You can smash me through a table. I'll get up. Smash a fucking light bulb on my head. Uh, I'll be fine. And uh, it was all about him doing it and him doing it. I mean, this shit is still, while it's scripted, you can't fake it and smash through a table. 
So the dude becomes addicted to pills and whatever else. His, his life spirals. He robs a bank. He goes to prison. He uh, gets out. He almost immediately goes back in for violating his parole. It was just a very weird life. Very weird thing to look and see and, and how this guy has become relatively popular in, in the world. And when I saw him, I saw that the crowd immediately responded to this guy. Like, they knew this dude. They loved this dude. And I was like, all right, let me, let me see what this dude's about. I'm down with it. And um, the match was so incredibly unentertaining to me. Uh, I mean, I'm down with hardcore matches and whatever. Like, the brutality of it doesn't necessarily bother me. But I, th that match in particular was just so one-sided. Death matches, there needs to be back and forth, back and forth. Otherwise, it's just a fucking massacre, and it's not entertaining to me. And that's what it was. It was a massacre, and it wasn't entertaining to me. And so he did not endear himself to me. The crowd fucking seemed to love him even, even more because he beat the shit out of this guy. It was just unfortunate, but it, it's uh, I you know I dig the wrestling world, I dig the entertainment world in that capacity, and uh, so if you have Hulu, it's on Hulu. If you have Vice, go watch it. Dark Side of the Ring is, is some interesting stuff. Apparently, the the newest one, which is not on Hulu yet, it was about uh, there was a flight from Europe back to the states. There was a European tour for WWE, and uh, guys got incredibly drunk on this flight sexually harassing waitresses I don't know if there were fights but also I mean it was it's infamous the flight from hell I think is what it's called and I would be interested in knowing more about that story so or whatever whatever I fucking ramble on too much so yesterday was Sunday it was a good day of football. It was a good day of football for me. The Buffalo Bills won to beat the Miami Dolphins 35 to nothing. Yeah, I watched the game. It was a good game. But I felt uh, disappointed by it, though, because they, even though it was 35 to nothing, they didn't, the offense didn't do a very good job. It was very strange. Oh, hold on a minute. I hate this fucking. No, MLive, I don't want to sign in. I am not going to fucking um... <sighs> Sorry everybody. There was a story on MLive that was really interesting about uh, a guy who was gambling and he he had a parlay, a parlay. And uh, here we go. I'm gonna, I found it again. And hopefully this thing doesn't pop up again. These don't pop ups. This guy had a 16 team NFL parlay, and he bet $25 on this. So the way a parlay works, I'm not a huge gambler, but you tell me if I'm wrong. Um, you just pick one game, and then it goes to the next game, and if you keep winning all of these games, you're going to win more and more money. So this guy bet $25. 
And if he wins the game tonight, because he successfully picked 15 teams to win. He got all 15 games right. So the only one left is the one tonight, the Green Bay Packers versus uh, the Detroit Lions. He can win all over, well, almost three quarters of a million dollars. Holy, $736,000. That's amazing. However, the problem is he bet on the Detroit Lions to win. <laughs> the Lions have lost four straight to the Packers, including 27 of the last 30 played at Lambeau. Detroit heads into Monday night's game considered between 11 and 12 point underdog. Uh, it's not looking good. The better successfully picked Washington, Chicago, Cleveland, Los Angeles, Buffalo, New England, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Carolina, Denver, Arizona, Tampa, and Dallas. I, uh, that, that, that's a lot of fucking games he picked. Uh, Tennessee and Baltimore. Sorry, I did. I was like, where's Baltimore? And he picked Baltimore. I can't believe he picked Baltimore to beat Kansas City. Crazy. So, I guess, I mean, if you just got 25 bucks and you want to take a risk on certain things like that, I suppose it definitely could pay off. There's got to be a lot of luck. A lot of fucking luck in all of that. And there, he'll have to have a lot of fucking luck to have the Lions beat the Packers. Now, I know the Packers got their fucking ass handed to them last week. But the Lions are just not a good football team. I know I got a lot of people who are from Michigan and they love their Lions and everything else and more power to you. I'd love to see the Lions fucking do well. I'd fucking love to see a Lions Bill Super Bowl. How exciting would that be? But uh, that ain't gonna happen. The Lions are shit. The Lions are shit. Do I got any gamblers out there? I've, I've asked this before. I haven't gotten any feedback. I was just curious because I would like to start doing a segment on the Patreon where I, uh, I bet on three games. Uh, and I'm just looking for like which, which one of the apps should I use to see what I can do. do uh, can I do a three game parlay? Is that possible or do you gotta fucking do a shit ton? You probably gotta do a shit ton to make it fucking more palatable for them. But clearly if I bet on three games, I'm not gonna win three quarters of a million dollars. Fuck, if I could just win a hundred bucks a week or something. That would be nice. Some passive income. <laughs> Is that passive? Would that be considered passive? Is gambling passive? I think it's more anxiety provoking. How about that? And I suck shit at gambling. What I don't suck shit at is I love drinking some beers now and then. I had a couple brewskis this weekend. I like it. I, you know, guys know me. I love my IPA. I honestly drink shit beer. I honestly drink fucking uh, the Budweiser and the Miller, but if that's all that's available, I'll drink it. The reason I bring it up is because Sam Adams, I did not know they did this. Sam Adams brews this bottle of beer they call Utopia. I have never heard of it. But they brew it only every two years. So I'm like, okay, this might play in why I don't know. 
and they only brew 13,000 bottles of it. So yes, okay, clearly, I probably have never seen a bottle. I've probably never been in a store that sells one of these bottles. I don't think I know anybody who has ever had one of these bottles because it also is expensive, everybody. Now, I think I've paid like $10 for a bottle of beer, maybe, you know, like from a liquor store, not from fucking overpriced bar, uh, maybe $20 for a nicer bottle and it was bigger too. Uh, I have never paid what Sam Adams is asking for from their Utopia. It's a 25.4 ounce. What a strain. Just make it 25. Make it 26. What is this 25.4, you dicks? But for 25.4 ounces of this Utopia beer, you are going to need to shell out $240. Now... As I mentioned, I do enjoy my beer, but I am not shelling out $240 for this beer. Why there's why it costs so much again is because of I think the scarcity of it all. Uh, so there's probably weird demand amongst people like, oh my god, they only make 13,000 bottles every two years. I better get me one. Ugh, whatever. Also, um, it is incredibly potent. Uh, it's got a lot of fucking alcohol in it. Um, it is 28% alcohol by volume. More than five times the potency of typical U.S. brews. And so this beer is uh, its illegal in 15 states. So if you live in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Carolina, Utah, Vermont, or West Virginia... You are fucked. You are not going to get one of these beers. You're going to have to leave your state. You're going to have to pretend uh, like you live in Texas and you're wanting to get an abortion. You're going to have to leave that fucking state and go find it somewhere else. I don't know how much an abortion costs. I'm assuming $240 is probably a decent enough price. But there you go. Utopias were introduced in 2002. And have increased in price over the years. Uh, this year's version is also notable. It is finished with 2,000 pounds of cherries. And some batches have been aged for up to 24 years in a variety of barrels. Huh. Sam Adams was the first uh, official beer of Inspiration 4. The first fully civilian tourism mission to space that returned from orbit Saturday. The mission served as a fundraiser for Children's Cancer Hospital, St. Jude's, and a Utopia bottle signed by Cock was an inspiration for crew members will be up for bid at the hospital's upcoming charity auction. Cock is the uh, owner of Sam Adams. They should have just thrown a bottle out in space. <laughs> there you go. Would you, any of you pay $240 for a bottle? And if you would, will you be my friend? I would like to be friends with somebody who would spend $240 on a singular bottle of beer. There's no fucking way I would do that. No fucking way. Uh, <laughs> no fucking way I would do this. I'm going to end on this. I saw this. 
And this is always funny to me when I see these articles because it always makes me go, okay, what is going on in, in the brains of human beings? Clearly, um, like people aren't thinking, right? You're just, you're not using the brain that God gave you. But uh, this story happened in LA in Los Angeles. A, a mother and daughter were charged with murder. Murder. Uh, in connection with a woman who died. What did she die from, Stu? Did they kill her? Did they shoot her? Was this like a weird lover's quarrel? Was it something like that? No, no, nothing like that, everybody. Nope. Uh, the woman who died, her name is Carissa Rajpal. I guess that's how you say her name. R-A-J-P-A-U-L, Rajpal, only 26. Um, she moved to LA from South Africa to try and work in the adult entertainment industry. Now, okay, that kind of plays into what we're gonna be talking about here. Uh, because what she died from was, she died from butt implants. She died from butt implants. They put some shit in her butt that wasn't supposed to be there. <laughs> so the uh, Libby Adame and her daughter Alicia were arrested with murder. Part of it is they have absolutely zero medical training. Alan Hamilton, LAPD deputy chief, said they are not experienced and they're putting people's lives at risk. Uh, as we looked into this investigation, we did find that is occurring a lot, Bob Dinlocker, an LAPD detective, said. The internet is filled with these horror stories where they're cutting the medical grade silicone with the stuff that you would caulk your windows with. He said, one, some of these chemicals that are not intended for use in humans hit the bloodstream. They attack the heart, the brain, and the kidneys. LAPD is warming women to avoid these underground procedures, which some people seek out because they're less expensive than having the procedure done by a professional. See, now I get, I get everybody that, you know, in this day and age, everybody's about cutting corners, saving a buck here or there. Like, you know, if I want to uh, have some shit done on my car, Maybe I know one of these backyard mechanics, one of these dudes who's technically fucking like a heating and air conditioning mechanic, and you're like, all right, hey man, can you fuck fuck with my car? Yeah, I'll fuck with your car, whatever. I get that. Maybe you buy fucking store brand food instead of name brand food. I get that. But when it comes to people doing shit to my body, to, uh, you know, my, my, head, my face, anything. Like, I'm going to get a uh, colonoscopy in just a few weeks. And, like, God, like two weeks. Jesus Christ. Um, I want a professional to do it. I want someone who actually went to a medical school, has a diploma on the wall, and I can go, yep, checks out. I don't want fucking Sandra uh from the office pool to be slicing open my butt and uh, implanting anything. It's crazy to me. 
Police said Adame and Gomez were charging uh, 35 to 4500 dollars for the butt lift compared to ten thousand to fifteen thousand dollars that a board certified professional would charge. Okay, so you're saving like uh, you know seven to, to ten grand, and I get that's a lot of money that you're saving. I get it, but this bitch is dead. This chick's dead. And if you're working in the adult entertainment industry, I'm sure that you can fucking uh, earn that money back relatively quickly. Maybe I'm surprised, but I don't know. The Brazilian butt lift also has one of the highest mortality rates of any cosmetic procedure. <laughs> Plastic surgeons told insiders Alana Akhtar this summer they are seeing a record number of patients seeking the procedure. Crazy, man. I, these chicks with their big fucking butts. I don't get it. I don't get it. It looks weird. Like, you see, like, Kim Kardashian. Like, I see these pictures of her, and it's just very odd. Look, She's an odd-looking woman to me. Like, and it always makes me go, is this photoshopped? Or did she have, like, weird surgery done? It's just crazy to me. Why would you do it? Have any of you out there in uh, the listening world, have you had any kind of plastic surgery done? I know a lot of people get like Botox and shit. I got, I got a friend who she's had Botox done. And I guess. I, even that, you, you, when your face starts to look like it's stretched out, even that, I'm just like, what the fuck's going on with you? We all age, everybody. We all age, and shit happens, and so it's weird when you see someone who's like in their 70s, and you're like, they look all plastic, you're like, what the fuck? So, alright everybody, that is it. Don't get yourself some bootleg butt surgery. You'll be worse off for it. But that's the podcast for today. If you guys enjoyed this horseshit, maybe you would enjoy the Patreon it's the same shit, but more. Uh, I do talk about some different things there. Uh, and every once in a while, I give shit away for free. So uh, consider doing it. And probably what we're going to do, when I do have that colonoscopy done, uh, Anna is going to be taking me, and we're probably going to podcast after. So I'll probably be kind of loopy. And uh, so we'll see how that goes. So that might be uh, a reason for you to subscribe to the Patreon in October. If nothing else, you can hear me say weird shit when I'm under the influence of fucking uh, anesthesia. It's only five bucks a month. One less ice mocha mocha in your life. It's well worth it. Or or maybe not. Uh, if you guys can do me a favor, do me a solid. Go, the, go do these things for me. Go check out my boy, my boy, John Midgley. He is a magician extraordinaire. He's got a page on the facial book, Magic JDM, John Big Dick Midgley. That's where he shows videos of his own stuff. He's got uh, some drawings that he posts. Uh, he's got other videos from other magicians. It's good stuff. So if you like magic, go check it out, all right? Magic JBM. Then we got the whole thing donut shop in Forney, Texas. Go like their page on Facebook. It's a gourmet donut shop. So if you ever make your way down to Dallas, go over to Forney, check them out. It's a suburb of Dallas. Go check them out. Get yourself a good gourmet donut. It's better than Krispy Kreme, Tim Hortons, Dunkin' Donuts. Way better. Go check them out. 
Nothing else like their page. The whole thing, Donut Shop, Forney, Texas. Uh, then we got the Sunday Slaw. That's Stephanie House and her husband, Adam. They eat coleslaw. I had me eat some coleslaw this weekend. That was fucking garbage. So they like to eat coleslaw, do Facebook Lives of themselves eating coleslaw. And then they give you the yay or the nay. They would have given you the nay. I had some coleslaw to VFW. Well, it was American Legion. At American Legion. And uh, it was shit. They, they might be uh, fucking good soldiers. They are shitty coleslaw makers. But uh, go like their page too on Facebook, The Sunday Slaw. And then last but not least, another episode podcast is a movie podcast that my buddy Matt Harper and his partner Mandy Elaine, they do together every Wednesday. They drop new episodes where they talk about movies that shape their childhood. So these are older movies. These are movies that are all 20 years old or older. And uh, so you've already seen them, I'm sure, or you've heard of them. You know something about them. It's not new movies. They don't get in-depth about uh, the cinematography or any of that shit. Shit that you and I, we don't give a fuck about. We just, did you like the movie? Yeah, all right, I like the movie too. So uh, this coming Wednesday, they're going to do Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I think that's what it's called. It's the one with Kevin Costner. I think Morgan Freeman was in that too, right? Uh, I remember watching it when it came out years ago. I loved it, man. I thought it was great. So uh, go like their podcast, another episode podcast on your favorite podcast platform, and you can follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Do that. So that's it, everybody. That's the podcast for today. Thank you very much. Uh, I appreciate it. I will be back tomorrow for a uh, Patreon. And all right, we'll see you guys later. Have a good one. Goodbye.